welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I am totally jazzed. <laughs> I'm totally jazzed to be talking to you about what I'm going to be talking to you about. And I think I'm going to call this episode, this sucker is going to be uh, something like door stopper words. <laughs> door stopper words. Okay. We all, we all know what a door stopper is, right? So, you know, when you go to somebody's house and they, they have a door, a door that they want to prop open, right? And those little doors, they can think of like little wedges, right? So uh, I think classically you'll, I mean, people have all kinds of like uh, door openers, but like door stoppers, right? Like those, think about those little wedges and you wedge it underneath the door uh, and it keeps it propped open, but it can also keep it from, um, stop it from opening. And of course, there's a story. It's like, there's a story to why we're talking about this. So I'm going to dive into all that. So stay with me, like buckle up for safety. Here we go. We're going to go on a little ride together. First of all, just thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. I heard so much feedback um, from my episode on June with June Park, um, the voices we carry with JS Park. Uh, I know it was a few episodes ago, but I, I would be remiss if I did not mention just how much people love that episode. And uh, it makes my heart so happy when I get to share um, things and people and ideas and spiritual principles and stories, you know, whatever that, that I love, um, that I think might be helpful. And then the response, right. The response just like, it's like magic. It's so good. So, okay. Let, let me put things kind of into, uh, focus about like how we ended up here talking about doorstoppers and doorstopper words. So um, those of you who know me know that I am a lifelong student and uh, I'm a student of life in general. Uh, I'm always like paying attention and listening and witnessing and noticing, right? Noticing what I'm not noticing, noticing what I am noticing. Um, I love to just kind of really be um, aware and mindful and alert about, you know, the world around me in a lot of ways, the people and all that stuff. And also internally, right? Like paying attention to my own stuff, my own brilliance and my own bullshit, your blind spots, all that stuff, right? So student of life for sure. And also a student of particular things that I find fascinating. So I've been, you know, a teacher and a student of yoga for a really long time passage meditation, Course in Miracles, a bunch of different things, right? So um, I always love to learn. So if you ever came to my house, you would just see there are books everywhere. <laughs> like I have books in like every room of the house because uh, I love to learn and expand my mind. I also invest a lot of money in my own education. 
I always say there is nothing more, there's nothing more that I would rather invest in than myself. And I don't mean that arrogantly or obnoxiously. I mean, like, because the smarter I get, the better choices that I make, right? The more that I learn to expand my mind and my heart, um, the more I think I can be helpful in the world, you know? And it's kind of like, you know how I always say when good people have, you know, when good people have good money, uh, they do good things, right? When good people make good money, they do good things. I really think that when good people also learn more, because what do we always say? When you know better, you do better. And especially in my lines of work, right? And, and I am in the helping profession. Some people might even say I'm in the healing profession, but I don't, I don't like to call myself a healer. Um, I, I like to think that I do work that, um, you know, I do the kind of work that helps people to help themselves to heal or to, to discover and, and learn that they have within them the potential for healing, right? So I am constantly like learning new things, reading new things, taking trainings, taking workshops, taking certification trainings, all these kinds of things. And one of the most recent one I did, so some of you know that I became a certified hypnotist earlier this year in 2022. Okay. But then I most recently took another certification training and I'm kind of the person, I'm the kind of person who likes to do things and then talk about it later. So I don't usually do a lot of build up or let people know or drop stuff on social media. I like to go do the damn thing and then have my own experience, uh, let it kind of get a little more embodied, let it get in me. And then I'll, I'll talk about it. But here's the thing. Look, I'm even going to hold up my little certificate because I'm so proud of myself. I have to get a frame for this. But so here's my certification, right? Uh, so the Center for Integrative Hypnosis. So I just took a really fucking intense and brilliant and mind-blowing, like just incredible. I am still a little buzzed and high about the whole thing. Um, and I became uh, certified in integrative hypnosis through... I just got to say one of the most brilliant teachers and people, uh, maybe, I mean, I know some wicked smarty pants people. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Melissa Tears, she is right up there. So, um, yeah, so I just happened to, you know, I've known about Melissa for actually a couple of years. And then um, obviously, as I became uh, certified in hypnosis, uh, well, it shouldn't be obvious if you're not in the hypnosis world or in the coaching, you know, this kind of world, you may not have heard of her, but um, um, I, I had been aware of her. And as I dove more deeply into hypnosis and subconscious reprogramming and brain science, neuroscience, uh, rewiring the mind, like, you know, new empowering beliefs in, in this kind of like, you know, coming from the more scientific approach uh, to change. And, you know, for me, it's always like, I, I love what I'm doing now uh, on such a greater level. Cause you know, spirituality and storytelling are like my jams. And now it's like bringing in the science piece. So I always say it's kind of like bringing together the, the, the spirituality and the science. And it's kind of like bringing in, uh, bringing in the, the sacred, right. Matching the sacred with the subconscious, like all, all this stuff. It's like so cool. But so I just got done taking this eight day training um, and it was, it was really intense. And I, I kept saying it, like my brain feels like it's now outside of my skull. Cause that's how much it grew. 
<laughs> like, I just feel like, what is happening right now? Like my, my brain, I was just like, oh my God, it was so amazing. It was so transformative. I learned so much and I'm so thrilled that I get to bring this stuff now uh, back to my clients. I mean, my clients are already having, I, I always jokingly say, I, I say it jokingly, but it's true that this work that I do as a spiritual mentor, like as a hypnotist, uh, as a yoga teacher, all the things, right? The stuff that I do though, especially as a spiritual mentor, it, it can seem so intangible at times, but what's not intent, not what's not intangible is the results, right? So I always say this work that I do is intangible, but the results that my clients get are tangible. And so now even having another skill set just makes me so jazz. I mean, you, I think you can hear it in my voice, right? And if you're watching this right now, you can see the excitement on my face. I just get so lit up about this stuff, learning how change actually happens, learning how to help the brain change, learning how to reprogram in better beliefs, better stories, better meaning, like all of it. It is fun. It is just life changing, you guys. It is just life changing. And so the reason why I'm telling you all that is because it's the story and the and the door stopper words uh, is from my own experience with Melissa uh, and something that happened uh, right after the training and something that we uh, she was doing with me. So the, that's her word. I'm not saying she's the first one in the world to ever say it, but it's the first time that I heard somebody use it in that way. And I just loved it. I just loved it. So again, let me set you up a little bit in the context of what was happening. So we had completed our eight day training right? We got, I got my certification, uh, so jazz. And the very next day on the ninth day, Melissa was having another class, uh, another, um, little workshop, let's call it. And, um, it was on procrastination. Now I know so many people, clients, people in the nest, you know, my membership and community, just family, friends. I mean, who he at double amen hands. If you or your, you yourself or somebody, you know, and love a friend or whatever, suffers a little bit from a little procrastination, right? This way of just kind of delaying shit that needs to be done until the last minute. Now, some people really thrive. Some people really thrive with that pressure. Um, and But a lot of people, most people use it you know, they, they do the procrastination thing and then they use that, that experience of procrastination makes them feel shitty about themselves. So they start to see themselves in really unhelpful ways. Like I'm lazy or I'm no good, or I'm a piece of shit, you know, like just all the ways that the ego mind, that critical mind loves to just wail on you right from the inside out. And so, um, I'm always looking to learn better, faster ways to help people with procrastination. So there I am, I'm sitting on this little training <laughs> and Melissa's like, is there anybody here who wants to raise their hand, you know, and like volunteer or whatever to, to do this demo with me, to like walk through the process with me, right? And um, I am often somebody who will speak first, um, Right. I have that kind of quality. Like if somebody's looking for feedback um, on an experience that, that you just had or they want to know how that felt or whatever, um, you know, depending on the group or the class, I, I often will like raise my hand and speak first. So a lot of times I just try to also now shut up and not be, you know, not be the big mouth and not be the one that has something to offer or something to say or has a thought about a thing. Um, you know, I try to like sometimes just keep my opinions to myself and just shut my big fat mouth. <laughs> I mean that in a loving way towards myself. So what I'm saying, here we are in this group, but nobody raised their hand. And so I kind of just like lifted my hand because, you know, there's that moment where it's like, is anybody going to help her out? Is anybody going to say anything? 
So I raise my hand and she starts to talk to me and she's like, all right, Karen, like, let's go. You know, we had just spent eight days together. So now here we are on the ninth day. And I feel like, oh man, this is like so great. Now I'm going to, I'm not only going to get to hear it done, right? See it done. I'm going to feel it done because I'm the one receiving it. And uh, I learned through audio, right? Hearing things, uh, seeing things with my eyeballs and doing things kinetically. So I'm like a triple hat learner. That's what I always call it. I need all three inputs. So I thought this is a perfect opportunity for me to, to go through this process. So I'm obviously not going to walk you through the whole process, but I do have some notes about like kind of like what was said and how we ended up at Doorstopper and how I think that this might help you. So thank you again for listening and hanging in here this long. And I'm going to, I'm going to make my point. Okay. Uh, and hopefully, let me just say this too. Hopefully there's something in your life that you're learning about, that you're continuing to be a lifelong student as well. And whether you're um, taking a class about something, taking a training about something, reading books um, or you, like you are a student of your own self. Like I think the greatest wisdom you can have is is so, like knowledge of self, right? Self-knowledge, knowing who you are, knowing how you are. Why do you do what you do? Think what you think, say what you say, behave the way you behave. Why do you make the choices that you make, right? What What is going on with you? This is the foundation of, of all the work that I do is helping people to kind of like get to know themselves better. And like, let's make some, let's make some changes where it's appropriate. Like let's have some transformations so that we can, um, have more happiness and peace in our lives and less suffering. And knowing the self is one of the, the best ways to do this. So, um, you know, so just speaking to my excitement and why I'm so jazzed is that getting to not only learn more about myself and how my own mind works, but also how other people's brains work and getting, getting to learn, um, again, more efficient ways to help them, man, I don't know, man, that just, that just like lights me on fire. Okay. So here's the deal. So we start doing this process. Okay. And this is a process that I also use with, with my own clients as well now. And Melissa was talking about, and she was asking me like, well, what's something that you might want to change? Like what's something. And I was talking about sitting down to write. So that's where we started, right? Like sitting down to write. And she starts kind of taking me through this process and she's like uh, getting to a place where she's like, so what does it feel like now? Like, so she's having me imagine in my mind, she's having me imagine in my mind what it's going to feel like when I am now sitting down every day, first thing and writing is the thing that I'm doing, right? Not doing other things, no distractions. I'm sitting down at my desk like Stephen King and here we go. We got to start writing, right? And so she's kind of walking me through this process where she's asking me a series of questions. And then she says to me, um, she's basically asking me, so like, how does it feel to start your day from that creative place? Right. Again, my eyes are closed and I'm imagining this whole thing. And then she's like, so after you write in the morning, after you're being creative, the rest of your day is going to be gravy. And how does this feel? And she's like, and I'm like, I feel totally jazzed. Like that's my response. Okay. And then she says, okay, and now feeling jazz, imagine what the day's going to be like. And she's, you know, taking me through it because what we're doing is we're trying to imprint this. We're trying to rewire my brain and imprint this new experience, like in my brain, right. The, uh, you know, the opposite of the procrastination is feeling so fucking jazzed that I can't wait to sit down at my desk and write. Right. So we're doing this incredible, incredible um, process. And then all of a sudden she says to me, Okay, so now you have this energy, you're writing every day, you're buzzing, you're feeling jazzed, you're feeling so good, like keeping your word to yourself, all this stuff. And then she's like, so what else do you want to do with it? Like, what else do you want to do? Where else in your life? What's, you know, where, where do you want to take this energy? 
And I immediately say, marketing and promoting like myself in my office, like what I offer the world, right? And she's like, and I talk about my calling, right? It's like, I, I, you know, how, how, I, how I share like my calling with the word, world. And I was talking about like my ministry and my message and my mandate. And I feel like I've been called to like do this stuff. And, and she said to me, so when, when you feel this calling, you know, and she's talking about this, this energy and this calling, like da-da-da-da-da. Um, so, so just kind of listen to this language. I'm just going to give you snippets. She's like, so you're starting the day buzzing and you're doing all this stuff. And she's like, and, um, you know, where else can you do this? And I was talking about like, well, I do my newsletter and I have my podcast and, and then maybe like on social media, like posting. And she's like, okay, what's the next smallest step that you could do? And I'm like posting once a day. Right. So again, I'm, I'm, my eyes are closed. I'm going through this whole thing. And then she says, and what would making one post a day be like? Like, what are you doing? What would that? And I said, I'm just sharing my excitement about what I love. Okay. So listen to this, because this is where it gets wicked interesting. And she's like, okay, so you're sharing your excitement in a post. And when you're talking about what you're excited about, that's your authenticity. And she's like, so let's stop looking at it as marketing. Now, this was so fantastic because we continue to go on. And I'm not going to take you through this whole thing because you don't need to hear the whole thing. But if you're somebody who wants to have a process like this, uh, come join me in the quest, sign up for one-to-one -one <laughs> spiritual mentoring, because this is all the stuff that I kind of bring into it. But she's talking to me about like, how good is it going to feel when you're just doing this, when you wake up in the morning and you do your writing and then you do your posts, like, how does this feel? And I'm like, oh my God, there's so much freedom. And I literally am like starting to cry now, like, I, you know, through this whole process. And she's like, and this is what she said to me. She said, we're really hitting something that is so deeply true for you. And that is to share your calling and writing every day is one way posting and being true to your word word. And she says, this is truly recognizing that deep spiritual spark. And now imagine how good that feels. And I say back, it feels amazing. And so we're going like through this whole thing and she's like, okay, and now I want you to, to, to really look at this, you know? And I, and, and I said, it feels amazing. And she's like, and it really does. And this is what she says back to me. And it really does feel amazing because I can see it because she was watching my body. She was watching my body language. She was watching my face and the way that I was smiling and how I was sitting and leaning forward and all those things. And then she said to me, you know, how does this feel? And I said, it feels like magic. I said, like, you guys all know how I love Merlin, like, and I love magic, right? And I said, it feels like magic. It feels like I am casting the best love spell that I can cast. Ugh. So good. And, and then she said, um, and I said, and, and she's like, so when you're out there and you're casting your spells and like, you know, you know, in a, not a harmful way, not a, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean when I say that, right? Getting to share my words and share what I love and all my excitement. And then she said this to me, you know, when you're talking about, now this is the pot really like really dial in and focus on this because this is like the hot beat of this whole episode. She says, when you're talking about sharing your magic, sharing what you love and the magic, and you're, you're talking about your calling and you're talking about all of this stuff, you get so lit up. She said to me, you get so energetic. Like you're just like, right? You get super energetic. She goes, and then you go and use a word like marketing, and promotion. 
She says, then you use a door stopper word. And I was like, whoa, like in my brain, I totally felt that energy of what it's like when you try to open a door and one of those door stoppers is underneath it. It's like, uh, right? Like everything just gets jammed up. Everything just stops. The energetic flow stops, right? Like you get out of flow, you get out of action in motion and you get like, uh, like jammed up. And I often talk about this, like, uh, I always say that love doesn't happen in a contracted state. So if you are watching me right now, you see, I go like this, like I always crunch up my hands. Like I make tight fists with my hands and I do it with my face too. And I'm like, love does not happen in this state. And then I like clench everything down. And I always go like this, it happens in this state. And then I open my eyes, relax my face and I uncurl my fingers. And I go like this, love happens in this state. And like, I open my hands, right? That receptive, that open state. And this is what I was feeling when I was just talking about sharing what I love, sharing what I'm excited about, sharing what I'm learning, sharing my enthusiasm, sharing like how I get giddy and, and ridiculous when I talk about Merlin and magic and the Knights of the Round Table and who's at your table and Merlin's cave and like all, all the really hashtag, you know, nerd alert stuff, right? You can just tell my whole energy goes like, yes, like I love it, right? And then I go, marketing promotion. <laughs> Everything just goes and clamps down, door stopper. And this is what she said. And I thought this was so fascinating. And maybe this will help you too. She says, until we can change the meaning or the feeling, these are my, this is my word, not the vibe. She's like, until we can change the meaning and the feeling and the vibe um, of those words, they're obviously too hooked into some neural association that is cramping your style. Okay, let me say that again. Until we can change the neural association that I have around those words, marketing and promotion, right? They're going to, I'm hooked into some association and some meaning that I have assigned to those words that do not work for me. They are cramping my style. And she said to me, so instead, if all you think about what you're doing when you're sharing about your work, when you're sharing about the quest or the nest or working one-to-one -one with you or you know wh whatever, you, whatever you're up to, the shit that you love, your writing, whatever. She's like, think of it as all you're doing is spell casting. This is all we do. And she's like, because she's like, if it doesn't flow authentically from you, like marketing and promotion does not, she goes, these words are so clearly hooked into something that doesn't work for you. And I just, I just said this back to her, right? So remember, I'm still in the, the process with her. I'm kind of bumping, jumping in and out of the process here on the show to describe it to you. And I just said back to her, I just want to share what I love and what I'm enthusiastic about. I just want to share the stuff that I know helps people, right? And she says, and when you look at it like that, as just loving and sharing, she's like, people want that enthusiasm. She's like, remember, you're not selling, you're not marketing and promoting. What you're doing is you're sharing and you're educating and you're helping. And she goes, and I just watched your energy. It just totally contracts when you use those words. So those aren't your words. It's not what you do and it's not what you want to do. And I just said, yeah, I resist it. And she said, and you should resist it because it's not congruent from you. 
She's like, right now, you're just sharing what you're wicked excited about. Well, I said wicked. (laughs) She says what you're excited about, right? And she goes, this is all about magic. It's all about spell casting. Okay. It continued on, but I want you to understand like why I'm sharing this with you. And I'm sure you do understand why I'm sharing it with you, but I want to make it more personal. I want it to really connect into for you. So I want to ask you this question. What are some door stopper words that you might be using in your own life? And how can we transform? How can we use some like alchemy to transmute and transform these words like we just did for me around marketing and promotion. Because when I just think about sharing what I love, casting spells, you know, casting love spells, sharing what I'm wicked excited about, it's like, I can't wait to share the magic with people. I'm wicked excited to share the magic with people. And do you see how that's so different than marketing and promoting? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So where in your life, whether your personal life, in your dreams, your goals, and the pursuit of dreams and goals, and in your professional life, in your business, where are you using words that have some sort of neural association for you that just don't fucking work? And you'll see it in very small, subtle ways, right? Like sometimes coaches will say, well, I'm not assigning you homework, I'm assigning you home play. Or sometimes I'll say, I'm assigning you hot work, right? Or we're going to approach this from a really playful thing. So, so often, just by slightly shifting, slightly shifting the lens, slightly looking at something from a different perspective, from a different way, we all know a shift in perspective from fear to love, A Course in Miracles says, that's like, that's a miracle, right? And that's the work that I'm really doing ultimately with people, right? Story to your glory. It's really a shift from fear to love. So for me to fall in love with sharing what I love, to think of it as promotion and marketing and really using kind of like that language, it does not float my boat. It does not light me up. It does not feel good or magical or exciting. I am not enthusiastic about it. I have too many associations, even in the entrepreneurial world, where I just kind of like, uh, you know, uh. And it's probably why I don't, I don't lead with the fact that, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, like 22 years, but it's not the first way that I define myself or even recognize myself, even though it's true, even though I've been a small business owner for a wicked long time, because there's a lot of neural associations with so much of the bullshit that I've just seen in the entrepreneurial world and the coaching world, especially where I just go like, uh, uh, no, uh, all set, right? Like all set. And we don't, we don't got enough time today to dive into all of that. But just listen to the magic, that, that alchemy, that transformation that happens when I simply think about, rather than like, oh, I got these offers. I got these offers and you can work with me one-to-one or you can join the desk and I'm marketing and promoting that. Rather than just saying, I'm just sharing what I love, you guys. I'm just sharing what I'm jazzed about, what I'm excited about and what I know can be helpful. Do you see the difference in that? So where in your own life, and this might take some time, you might need to pause this episode, you might need to like listen all the way through and then then, then come back, you know, and, and like a week from now, send me a little DM and say, KK, this was my doorstopper. Because sometimes it's just a word. It's the meaning we've assigned to the word. It's the feeling of the word. Or you never notice how some people will be like, 
oh, I love that smell. And you're just like, ew, no, right? Because you associate that smell with something totally different. Or, oh, I love that song. And you're like, no, right? Like you just want to cover your ears. You're like, oh, hell no. I don't want to hear that garbage, right? And it's the same thing. Language, language is how we communicate. And if we're using words that are doorstoppers for us, and you know, we can't control what's a doorstopper for another person. I mean, unless you know them really well or they're your friend and you know, like, you know, it's like there's certain words, but you know, I'm not even gonna say them out loud. There are just certain words where most people go like, oh, or a lot of people go like, oh, I hate that word, whatever, right? So how does it feel in your body? And if you're a business person, maybe you can just start to think about, you know, marketing and promotion is just sharing what you love. And it's not necessarily like, oh, this is a new concept, like, oh, okay, okay, you're teaching. But it's really just the approach of this. Like for me, when I realized like I'm getting in my own way, that's a doorstopper for me. It makes my energy contract. It stops me right in my tracks. It kicks me out of my flow and my excitement. And it's why so many like typical quote unquote coaching programs or coaching things don't work for me. There's always a pushback from me, right? And I'm like, I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm just telling you that the vibe and the energy of the way this is being told to me or taught to me or what you think, I am not going to do that. Right. It's kind of like what I was talking about when I had Lisa dad on the show and we were talking about soul language and she was talking about, you know, soul language, like the archetypes of do, using soul language in sales. And there's a very particular way that I like to share about what I love. You can call that AKA selling, right? But there's a way. And if, 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 if we're trying to do things, and I'm not talking about Sometimes we do need to stretch and expand our comfort zone a little bit, right? I think we can still be very powerful within our comfort zone and it's it's helpful to stretch in and expand it a little bit, right? But I want to be able to talk about what I love um, without getting hooked or stopped by the way that I'm associating or thinking about it, the way that my subconscious mind has created a neural network of association to certain things. And look, this is the kind of work that I love to do. You know, even beyond marketing promotion is that these are the things that trip us up in our own lives, right? It's the, the neural networks and the habits and the patterns and the conditioning, the identity and the meaning and the stories that we tell ourselves. This is one of the very powerful ways we all have stories that are fucking doorstoppers for us. And I really want to help people to like, Mer remove those doorstoppers so we can get back into the flow of love, back into the flow of magic, back into the flow of miracles. And I'm telling you, you guys, it, it, it feels so good, like in your mind, in your body, in your soul and spirit, when you recognize and you ask yourself this question, how can I make it way more fun? How can I feel like I can't wait to share I call it the magic for myself because, you know, me and Merlin, right? For you, it might be something else. But take a good look. Notice the way that you talk to yourself. Notice the words that you use. Notice the words that when you're hearing them um, come back to you, whether it's from a, another human being, from your sweetie or a partner or one of your siblings or a coaching program you're in or a book or a TV, whatever. When you hear or read a word and it makes you go like, like, and you slam on the brakes, it's like, ooh doorstopper, right? 
And then ask yourself, are there any words like that that I'm using against myself that get in my own fucking way? And what can we do to remove them? Well, one of the things we can do is, you know, come to work with somebody like me. <laughs> That's a shame, shameless plug. And I don't think it's like, like I, even that word, like I'm about to go down a tiny, just a tiny little thing. Why, why is there any shame at all? When people say, oh, that was a shameless plug. Why is there any shame at all associated? I digress, right? We, we all admit KK is digressing right here. Why, why should we have any shame at all about sharing what we love, about sharing how we help, about sharing how we feel called to serve? Uh, uh, individual curriculum, of course, in Miracles calls it, right? I think we all have our own calling, our own purpose, our own mission, our own ministry, our own mandate, our own way that we are called to serve. And why should we feel any fucking shame about wanting to share that with other people? We should feel ashamed because we, we have some tools or some insight or some perspective or some gifts or whatever. We have, you know, as a spiritual mentor, as, as, as somebody with like, who has spent like I don't even know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on education, on trying to learn to better myself, obviously to help myself first. I'm my own first client, I always say, but also in being able to help others. Why should we feel shameful about wanting to share what we are lit up about? what the divine spark in our heart is just like a little sparkler on like 4th of July. That sucker is like lit up. Like why should we feel bad about our own enthusiasm about the way that we spread our love? I call bullshit on that. So yeah, it's okay for me to say, Hey, yeah, you know what? I do have, I do have <laughs> a membership called the nest, a spiritual community and group that is helping people and they are getting results and it is fantastic. And they're a beautiful group of human beings. And if you want to come join that sucker, just go to karenkenny.com slash nest. And if you want to work with me one-to-one you just send me an email, shoot me a DM, right? Hit, go to my website, hit the contact button if you want to learn about working one-to-one -to -one together in the quest. See, I'm wicked excited about those things because I know those things are helping people who are suffering to feel better, to be better, to do better, right? Why would I ever feel shamed about that? So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this um, was helpful in some way. I know when I get really excited, it can feel like I'm a little scattered. So I hope I didn't like ping pong, like ping pong, pong, ricochet rabbit. Anybody here remember ricochet rabbit from when we were kids? Oh, so I hope I stayed on track enough that it made sense and you could follow the, the bouncing ball and <laughs> that it was helpful. So you guys, thank you so much for being a part of my community. Um, I'm so proud of myself. You know, that's one of the things, you know, I always say, um, you know, I don't have parents. I don't, I don't have, you know, adults older than me and I haven't had for a wicked long time. Um, anybody, uh, older than me saying to me, I'm really proud of you, kid. So I do that for myself. So yeah, I'm really, really proud of this, this certification. Uh, I, I am, um, loving what I am learning as an integrative uh, hypnotist and all the stuff that comes with it, the brain science and neuroscience, the subconscious reprogramming, learning uh, how the brain actually changes, how, how we help the subconscious, right? Mind and how we help people. Um, 
to be more kind and compassionate and loving to themselves and always, 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 right? That journey from fear to love and really how to change, right? Habits and patterns and ways of thinking about ourselves, the stories we tell and all that. It, I'm really, I'm really jazzed. I'm just, I am, I'm proud of myself um, because I'm putting in the time and I'm spending the money and I'm doing the work and uh, everything. It's so doubly exciting because it not only obviously helps me learn how to understand myself, but the fact that I then get to go and share it with others, man, I'm telling you, it, it is, a it is a, a humbling and, um, it's a happy honor and it's a humbling experience as well to be able to do it. So you guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Wherever you go, wherever you go, may you leave yourself, the people, the place, the animals, and the environment better than how you first found it. Wherever you go, may people be happier. May the animals be happier that you were there wherever you go. May you be a blessing. Bye. so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite part was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>